Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Taney Judgment Podcast. My name is John. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me on this lovely uh, Wednesday evening, or whenever you're listening to this. As promised, we're going to do, we're doing two podcasts this week. We're still trying to catch up from last week. Slacking off, I know, I'm sorry. Again, we want to be in peak, tip-top tier performance for you guys. We don't want, we don't want any sort of uh, half-ass podcast getting out there, you know? It's not good for the brand. It's not good for you guys. Not good for me, you know? So we always want to ensure the best. We want to give this 150% every time. So here we are. Hope you're doing okay. Hope you had a great day. Everybody that's listened to the uh, the last podcast seemingly enjoyed it very much. So I appreciate that. It was a long one. I know. Two hours. It's uh, not easy to listen to, you know? Especially like me. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I am I'm tend to listen to podcasts. I really can't listen to them in customers' houses unless it's, you know, a vacant house. Um. But really, I can only listen to it while I'm driving. So, like, I'll catch, like, 20 minutes here, then I'll get 20 minutes there. And, you know, like, I, I got to kind of piecemeal it. So, hopefully you guys are able to kind of sit down and enjoy it for what it is uh, in one sitting. But if you can't, I appreciate you coming back again and again, getting your uh, your little 30-minute fix or whatever. But uh, everybody that listened to it enjoyed it, so... If you haven't checked it out, go listen to episode 32. A uh, lot of laughs in there. But, uh, yeah, thrilling day, you know. Nothing too, too crazy. The My uh, my life is like, you know, so I live out in the woods. My life is surrounded by wildlife, animals. It's crazy, you know. I wake up this morning. I go over to the bathroom, taking a piss. Lift the to- the uh, toilet seat up as I, you know, lean back up and hear my back pop out of its socket. I grab the, uh, I grab the goddamn uh, windowsill. And I, as I do that, I look out the window. I'm going, oh, my God, you know. And it's like a, like a, like a freak of nature thing. I look out the window. Beautiful day. Bluebird day. Clear skies, very little, very little clouds, beautiful sun. You know, you know, golden hour, early. You know, the early golden hour where it's like six, like six twenty this time of year. The sun's not all the way up; it's not fully balls out bright yet. You know, but it just the world looks the pot. You know what I'm trying to say? And uh, I look out there. And I see a beautiful white-tailed deer doe and her baby. And they're just they're just grazing in my yard. Not bothered by anything at all. I mean, just beautiful. This is the type of shit. And I wish that people that lived in the cities or maybe you live somewhere where there really isn't much wildlife. Because there's places like that, you know, I wouldn't live there. But, you know, sometimes you gotta, whatever, your work requires you. You know, I I sympathize. I do. But, I mean, I wake up every day and it's always something. There's always some animal out there, some deer or some, you know, some vomit I've never seen before. Or, you know, I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing. So I wake up. I see that, you know, makes me forget about my back for five minutes. I film a little video, post it to the Facebook. You know, y- you have to, you know, because, I mean, that's the thing. If it made my morning, I know it'll make other people's day, you know, because that's the type of shit. You know, what's worse than when you wake up and it's gloomy, it's gray outside, it's wet, it's got that dew that looks like fog in the air. It's just that's the day where you just go, I want to go back to bed. I'm all set. No thanks, and you just want to go doze right back off, you know? But days like this, oh, God, makes everything worth it, you know? Like, nothing can go wrong. So, 
I leave the house, you know, I get ready, shit, shower, shave, leave the house, drive, I don't know, three minutes down the street, and then there's a flock of guinea hens. I'm rounding this bend. You know, everything is shop around my house, you know, and very tight. You know, it's like really one and a half cars, especially on the corners, one and a half cars wide. So you got to be on your toes, you know. Luckily, I was on my toes. So I... I start to round this corner. I get about, I'm just going through the apex, you know, and as soon as I do that, I, I, I'm cresting, and boom, I see a whole gaggle of guinea hens, and I got a jack on the brakes, you know, and these guys, they're walking across the street like I'm not even there. You know, I got to beep the fucking horn. You know, I'm, like, worried about whoever lives right in, you know, in the house right near there. You know, thinking I'm a, a douchebag or something. But I'm like, what am I going to do? So it's like, <laughs> it's only been 45 minutes. I've already seen two beautiful deer, a mother and a baby, and a whole flock of guinea hen. Then I go out and, you know, every day, usually every day, I see several deer on the way in. So I saw... One more deer, minutes after that. And then besides that, you know, I I drive into the city. I work, you know, in, you know, mostly city environments. So you really don't see shit, you know. And I got back home. Well, in reality, I actually worked a little late today. So I got out and I'm like, all right. Nick and I are going riding. I got to go to his house, and I got to load his sled up. I'm I'm just like, you know, I'm tired. It's the end of the day. I'm not really thinking clearly. So I'm like almost to his house, and I go, wait a second. How am I going to, wh- what am I going to do with his snowmobile? I got my work van. Am I going to load it in the back? So I call them up. I go, hey, I just realized something. I don't even have my, my pickup truck. So I got to go to my house, pick the truck up, and then drive all the way back to you. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to say anything. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, you, sh- you should have said something, idiot. You know, pack ahead. Now I got to drive around like an idiot. You know, you could have forewarned me and I could have saved myself five minutes probably. You know, every minute counts, guys. So I go out. I drive home. Pick my van up. I mean, my um, my pickup truck. Drive all the way back. I pick up his sled from from his house and everything like that, throw it in the bed of my truck. And again, piece of garbage Chevrolet, man. This fucking truck, I wish you could hear this thing. I'm driving this thing, and I mean, the suspension is creaking like, let me put it to you like this. I had a 2003 Ford F350, big dookie. I mean, just completely overkill rig, right? And I mean, unless you were doing 85 miles an hour and you hit a pothole like an asshole, I mean, then it would it would creak, it would moan, it would it would get pissed off. And that vehicle is like 20 years old. Here I am, brand new truck, less than 3,000 miles on it. I've had it a month. And the goddamn thing is creaking like a church bench. It's fucking insane. So I got the sled in the back. I ride home. I'm listening to this thing. I go, oh, my God, this thing is a bucket of bolts, you know. And on the way home, I see something in the road. I'm going, what? what is that? So I, I go a little bit closer, a little bit closer. And what it looked like to me was a like a kid, you know, a fat kid running in the middle of the road. Well, not even really running, but like a, a slow trot, you know? And I'm like, the fuck, you know? Like, I got to get this kid out of here. So I get a little bit closer, and I realize that it's this this big, <laughs> big ram. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sheep, I guess, but a ram, like a real deal ram. It's huge. It's wooly. I mean, its curtains are, like, down almost to the ground. I mean, it was crazy. 
And the story behind it is, is again, I live, you know, I live out in the woods. There's farms over here, the whole, you know, everything. So we got this farm down the street and basically they, I guess they got this, this sheep, which it's actually called an Icelandic sheep. You can look it up. You can see it. Uh, really badass, but apparently they got it like a month ago. It got out. I guess they're very clever. So that's that's what everybody that you know. I've I've wanted to get a sheep, a goat, and everybody says, listen, two things. First off, they eat everything. Doesn't matter what it is. They eat it all. You know. Number two, they're very cagey. They just they 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 just leave whenever they want. They just fucking see you later. You know they they can escape. They're escape artists. And as as they're saying that, I go yeah, I I I could see that that jives because I used to watch Sean the Sheep, and those guys were very clever. They were always first of all eating everything that that was around them, and they would escape out of whatever you know whatever the situation. So they got this sheep, and I guess about a week ago, it got out, and every day, so I'm part of the Facebook page for my town, you know, it's mostly a bunch of, like, nosy, crybaby fucks on there, you know, they make big issues out of nothing, but every once in a while, something valuable comes through, like, hey, I saw this house is on fire, you're like, oh shit, that's my house. I need to go home now, you know, like there's always something that's like worth, you know, seeing on there. So that's what the only reason why I really don't leave, you know, but every day people have posted the sheep and they're like, oh, he's, he's on the move. He's over here and now he's over here and he's over here. It's fucking hilarious. So I, uh, I see this sheep. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to finally see it. It was, it was just so fucking funny. And because you're not expecting it. I mean, who who would expect at, you know, nine o'clock on a Wednesday night of all nights that you would see a goddamn Icelandic sheep trotting down Pine Street? <laughs> you know, like, it's just it's crazy. And he, I followed him. He's just got this slow little like swagger walk to him for about two minutes. And I go, I got to film this fucking guy. So then I pulled my camera out, I filmed them, and of course, as they always do, as I start to film the guy, he bangs a Ricky, and he goes down this guy's driveway. But I still got a good video of him, you know? It'll be on my Facebook. But it's just, it made me laugh. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. And apparently the farm is like, oh, you know, we're we're setting up a perimeter, so we're gonna we're going to catch him. He's very... He's very skittish. If you try to go near him, he'll run. That's why we haven't got it yet. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? A perimeter. We don't, like, he's not in, like, a enclosed, like, I don't know, like a fucking enclosed paddock that's connected to several others that you can just kind of, like, close one door or one gate as he passes through. Like, he's he's loose in this woodsy town. What are we going to do? get 2,000 residents and, like, just stand in a circle hand-in-hand hand and, like, rope them off? Like, no, like, go get them. <laughs> Shoot them with a tranquilizer dot, you know? Me, personally, I like to see him free. I'm like, that's, that is cool, you know? He's out here living his best life, and God bless him. But I just, I don't want to see him get hit by a car, you know? Because, I mean, I almost hit the fucking guy because... I'm going, there's a witch in the road. I got to kill it, you know? And luckily, I was able to decipher, oh, no, wait, it's just the Icelandic sheep ram that's loose in my town for the past week, you know? Just nuts. So a crazy day for wildlife. I uh, came back to the house, sat down, shot the shit with Soph touch base on her day, talked about my day a little bit, and uh, went to take a shower, 
every now and then I have to take my shower head apart and, you know, soak it in some white vinegar or some CLR because it's all built up with, uh, I got hard water, guys. I got a well. I got hard water. You know, it puts pinholes and shit and makes everything look pitted. And, you know, when you look at your, your shower head and where the jets are, it gets like that crusty white film, you know. Everybody's got it. It's not like, oh, he's he's fucking dirty. No, it, it has nothing to be nothing about being dirty. It's just this is what happens, you know. So, uh, so every now and then I gotta clean it out because I've got one of these. Uh, well, everything today is water saver, you know, and it kills me. I don't get it. I would love to. I would love to consult. I would love to be on the board of whoever the fuck is involved with this decision-making and go, why are we trying to do this water-saving bullshit? And and just wait for a valid answer because I, I guarantee it, the day and the moment and the answer will never come, you know, ever, 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 ever. Every day, I'm forced to install toilets, faucets, shower valves, um, hose bibs, I mean, you name it, and each thing has one thing in common with one another, and that's, they're all being restricted, you know, and the idea is this, you use less water, right, you, well, the whole idea, I guess, is to use less water, they go, well, instead of letting one gallon go out of the faucet a minute, We'll do, you know, 0.8 of a gallon or we'll do a half a gallon, right? Same deal with the toilet. But common sense would tell you when I've got this faucet that runs like a piece of shit, doesn't give me enough pressure to to, to get whatever the hell I got on my hands off, I have to wash my hands longer. I have to keep my hands under the water like twice as long like duh hello these new toilets you know we went from flushing on like three gallons back in the day pre i believe it was like 1993 before that three gallon flush after that 1.6 huge difference and to be honest with you not the biggest deal in the world toilets still flush pretty good Actually, that was the best flush, really, was 1.6. Well, guess what they did? They changed it. Now it's 1.2. And the rates of clogs have gone up because they're trying to flush and use less water. There will never be a time in your life as a civilian, as a free person in this country where you don't want a proper full flush when you take a shit. You got to get it down. You got no choice. Nobody, you know, nobody likes cancer and nobody likes clogged toilets. It's two things that people can always agree on, you know? You can say, oh, fuck you, you're a Republican, or fuck you, you're a Democrat. But you could say, yeah, but how do you feel about cancer and clogged toilets? Oh, I hate them. Bingo. You know what? Let me shake your hand. You're a noble person. That's just how that is, you know? But they just choke everything down. And it fucks with me because I'm like, you know, the one thing in this world that we really don't have to worry about, or at least we shouldn't have to worry about, is fucking water consumption. And it drives me nuts when I see this shit about water consumption and water shortages, you know, um, or paying fucking $4 for a water bottle. And I might have touched on this in previous podcasts, but I I, I don't remember if I did it. And if I did, I'm sorry. But we're going to go over it again, you know? And it's like, oh, and and the the coup de grace of piece of shit, high-efficiency machinery has got to be my washing machine. So I had a washing machine from probably 1990, right? 
original to the house. Amazing washer. Fantastic washer. Loved it. And thing ran great. Had no issues until one day. I think that the belt went out, you know, because they used to be belt-driven. Well, they're probably still belt-driven. I really don't know. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, something went wrong with the washer. And, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a human being, and I'm going, you know, do you pay an appliance guy to come, rip the fucking thing apart, put some new part in it, and then maybe you get six months out of it and something else breaks. You know how it is, guys. Once things start to break, it's over. You know what I mean? It's it just throwing the fucking towel. And I mean, she did her job. She did, you know, I mean, 1990. She did, you know, goddamn 30 years of service almost. I mean, this is amazing, you know? It's a feat of engineering, really. And, you know, we made the ill decision. My mother-in-law offered to buy a new washer for us for Christmas. So we said, you know what? Why not? You know, what are we, idiots? You know, of course, yes, a hundred times, yes. So we we went down to Lowe's, picked out a washer, had it delivered like two days later, and... uh, Let's just say, I mean, this has been about two years now that we had that dropped off. And it's been two two years of every day going, I wish this thing was out of my house. I wish I had the old thing back. Now, let me explain because you're going, oh, you're ungrateful. This and that. No, no, listen, even she admits it, you know, the old washer and you, you, you know, if you're an older person, you could probably attest to this, but. My old washing machines, growing up, and the one I had before this one, 15 minutes, your wash was rinsed, washed, spun, and ready for the dryer. Nope, not anymore. Now, let me explain what happens. So, the way that my wash, this is set to like quick, my my wash is set to quick wash, because I try to... I always end up going, shit, I forgot to do the laundry. I gotta. I need this for tomorrow, whatever. And I end up doing a late night wash. So I'm always got it in fucking speed mode. You know, I'm always got that thing trying to get it done as fast as possible. So they got this new thing. You close the lid and it locks because apparently kids were opening the lids while the thing was washing the clothes and kids were falling in and dying once a week. Bullshit. You know, so they got a locking lid. So let's say you put your load in. This is the first kick in the balls. You put your load in and then you go back upstairs and then you go, oh, shit, I forgot to put in a shirt. Years ago, lift the lid. The thing is still filling up. Boom, throw the new throw your shirt in there. Close it. Nobody knows nothing. All good. Right. Even if it was washing, you could do that. Well, now you got to press the, the pause button. Open the lid, put it in, press it again, press play one more time, and then fucking it continues. So you got to stop the whole process. So it's just another thing to add time. But let's say that you're not even doing that. Let's just say you're washing a regular load. Put your load in. Put your soap in. Close the lid. Press play. It has this, and all of them have this apparently. Sensing or sense. I don't know what the fuck it does. I don't know what we're looking for because you could put a, a nothing in the washer and it does the same exact thing. If you put a thousand pounds of shit, it does the same thing. I don't understand it. I think it's all bullshit. So you put it in, it goes to sense mode. And it does this. It literally just sits there stagnant, doing nothing for about 10 minutes. Then. Once it's out of sense mode, it will start to fill. Now, before, again, no flow restrictors on the inlet lines. The motherfucker would fill in two minutes tops, you know? Now, everything's choked down. This brand new unit is like trickling water in. I'm a plumber, guys. Trust me. I checked everything. We got full pressure there. 
it's good, believe me. And now it takes about, I would have to guess, it takes about 10 minutes. So now we're up to like 20 minutes in time already. And this thing hasn't even started. Then once it's done filling up 10 minutes later, it starts to uh, it starts to just like jostle. It, it says washing. But really what it's doing is it's just jostling the shit. You know, it's weird. I, I, don't, I don't know what the point is. You know, usually my old washer, you'd hear, and it's shaking the shit out of it, and you know your shit's getting washed. Well, now it, it, it jostles it for about 15 minutes. Then the wash begins. Now we're getting into the good shit, you know? All right, we're getting somewheres. And then it will literally sit there washing your clothes for about, if I had to guess, 40 minutes. Now we're an hour in. All right, well, now we're getting to the, you know, you you, you, you put a show on, you watch a couple episodes of Arrested Development, you know, goes by fairly quick, you think, you know, and you always, the washing machine is one of those things you always lose touch of reality. You go, oh, it's got to be done, you know, and then you go down there, it's like fucking not even close. So the other night, you know, I put my load in, like I said, boom, you know, we're about an hour in. Really, we were about probably an hour and 20 in. And I fucking go downstairs. I'm like, it's got to be done. Go downstairs. And the thing's in spin mode. And I'm like, all right, like, it's got to be, it's got to be real close. This must be the last time that it's spinning it. I sat down there for 15 minutes watching this fucking thing. So we're an hour and I would have to, I want to be accurate here. We were about an hour and 15 to an hour and 20 minutes into this load right now. Only on heavy, not not ultra heavy as far as the load goes. And we're on quick speed wash. Hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20. I'm watching this fucking thing go and it's spinning and it's spinning. Now, five minutes go by. I'm watching a video on my phone, so I'm not really paying too much attention. My five minute video ends... The thing's just starting to slow down. My old unit used to have a brake on it. So the fucking laundry, you know, as the barrel's spinning a million miles an hour, the brake would kick in and it would stop the barrel, like, immediately. Well, guess what? They did away with the goddamn brakes. So now you got to sit there, and after it's done mechanically spinning it, the bearings are so good that the fucking tub will just sit there spinning under its own, like, centrifugal force for about five minutes and i'm not exaggerating here guys i'm fucking i am so dead serious it's insane and i wish i was kidding i really do because i honestly i wouldn't even dread doing laundry if i was fucking lying about this shit but this is what drives me nuts so now after about five minutes the fucking thing stops you know it's done with its you know it's done spinning I'm like, all right, perfect. Now the door should unlock and I can put it in the fucking dryer. Nope. Started all over again. Another spin cycle. Long story short, I just said, fuck this. And I went back upstairs and I had like a Cadbury egg or something like that there. And I go, I'll be back in a little bit. Went upstairs, watched a couple of videos on my phone and about... Probably 10, 15 minutes later, I hear, eh, 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 so I know that the load is all set. I'm just like, I'm in fucking disbelief. So it takes me an hour and a half to wash my clothes where it used to take me, I mean, 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. I mean, what the fuck? And this is supposed to be energy efficient. Just like my dishwasher, another sham. I don't use the fucking thing. I can't stand it, right? Sophie doesn't like washing dishes, so she'll use it, you know? And God bless her. But me, I look at it like this. I already got to scrub the fucking plate. I got to, you know, I got to rinse the plate off. I got to scrub anything hot off of it. I'm already two-thirds of the way there. I'm just going to wash the fucking thing. What's the difference? Putting a little soap on the sponge? The fuck? You know what I mean? You might as well. Nope. 
she puts it in the dishwasher. Two hours and 15 minutes when you press the play button on it, the, the go button, the stop button, it literally takes two hours and 20 minutes. That's what it says on the fucking timer. I'm like, at what point is this supposed to be energy efficient, economical, water saving? Like, at what point do we begin to see this? Because for two years, I've had a fucking washing machine that's supposed to do those things and has done nothing but waste fucking water and waste my time and waste fucking goddamn electricity for nothing. For multiple spin cycles that don't even yield a good product. They yield wet clothes. Like sopping fucking wet. I pull them out. I'm like, I got to wring them out. Like, I'm like, what? what is the point here? You know? It's just nuts. The dryer works the same. Thank God. You know, if that's one good thing. The microwave, you know, the old Nuka, she works the same as she did 25 years ago. The fucking dryer, same deal. Thank God. Because if not, I would just leave this world. I'd go have a conversation with Elon Musk. I'd go, listen, I know you're looking for volunteers to get blown up to Mars. I'm in. You know, sign me up. Let's go. When do I start? Just sucks, man. It's nuts. And like and like I said, everybody makes a big deal about the water, but it makes no fucking sense. We're on a, you know why we're called, you know, NASA, when they took the picture from the moon, they called the earth the little blue marble. You know why they called it that? Let me answer for you. Because Earth's surface is 71% water. Who'd have thought? You know? And this might come as groundbreaking shit to some of you guys. Maybe you guys, are, some of you guys are tree huggers on here. Welcome to the podcast. You just got your mind fucking blown, right? Everybody's telling you there's no water on the planet. Here we are. 71% of the Earth's surface is water. Crazy, right? But the problem is, is the greatest minds in science are fucking too busy trying to make a a, a gluten-free boba tea recipe, you know, down in Silicon Valley, instead of developing a fucking uh, a useful method to convert the, the 71% of the Earth's surface, uh, you know, salt water into potable, drinkable, consumable water, you know? It's nuts. But they're working on boba tea. I'd rather drink the fucking salt water than drink a boba tea. It's like uh, in the salt water's got whale turds in it. You know what I mean? Fucking you drink the boba tea. It's like uh, it's like murky bath water with rat shit in the bottom of it. You know, you drink it. It's like it like shoots down your fucking throat. It's just disgusting stuff, you know? People are like, oh my God, it's so good. Dunkin' Donuts came up with it once. I'm like, this has got to stop. I I already went into Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not going to get into that again. You guys know how I feel. You guys already know the deal with that. Oh, before I forget, right? I just want to say rest in peace to Gary Rossington, who was uh, one of the founding members and uh, lead guitarist of Leonard Skinner. Uh, he passed away, I think, either Monday or Tuesday. Really sucks, you know. Good guy, survived the uh, the plane crash back in, I think it was like 78, where most of the band died, you know. May he rest in peace. That What a great band. Love me some linen skinning. So, condolences to his family. But... Yeah, this this energy shit is just for the birds. It really is. I'm just so sick and tired of it. You know, people say to me, they're like, I install a new faucet. They're like, oh, is that it? You know, that's the pressure. I'm like, yeah, man. Yup. You know, unfortunately, it is the pressure. Just sucks. Just sucks. And this is the world that we live in, you know. Everybody wants to be a fucking hero, you know, but doesn't want to do hero shit. So they make up these dumb, idiotic, like, ideas that get everybody in an uproar 
and just start throttling down everything to the point where we have nothing useful anymore. And then they're like, yep, job done, complete. It's nuts. They just want to change everything that's good for the worse. Like, like for example, five minutes before I sat down to do this podcast, I shaved before I went in the shower, right? Well, I'm a member of the Dollar Shave Club, uh, you know, dot com. So basically, first of all, and let me just say this. Maybe I'm screwing myself because maybe one day they'll sponsor this podcast. I don't know. But there's nothing dollar about the Dollar Shave Club. I don't know if anybody else has it on here, but I mean, it's they're the most expensive fucking razors you could ever imagine. Every month or every other month, I don't even know what I have it set to anymore. But I get a box, and in the box I get like two packs of razors, um, some new shaving cream, and like, you know, like a beard mist thing that I don't use. I got fucking 80 bottles of this shit. Will I change the subscription and save myself $10 a box? Nope. Don't know the login info. But I get these things, and I've gotten them for the past like three years. It's just convenient because I always have... I've always got razors. I've ne- like I literally never have to worry about like oh shit, I can't shave cuz I don't have cream or I don't I don't have this. Like I that's why I have this. You know, I pay like $40 a fucking box for a package of razors that would cost me like $5 at the store, but it's all about convenience. I know it's there always. I never have to worry, you know? So I get my new box uh, yesterday, threw it on the counter, forgot about it. I'm like that, no, I don't, I don't care, right? So tonight I go, well, let me open it up, take the razors out of it, put them with the other ones, you know, kind of just get rid of the box, declutter a little bit. I open it and I see that there's a new razor handle in there. Now, you know, when I initially got my first box, they sent me one you know, raise a handle and then, you know, they give you the heads, you know, and I've got a beard and I have to shape it, you know, every single time I shave, it's a pain in the ass. It's like make a break. You could fuck your whole shit up and you have to shave your face. So you got to be very careful. You need something with a good edge on it, you know, not too thick. You know, I, it's guys with beards. You know what I'm talking about? You know, if you have to shape them, but it's tough to explain. But I see I got a new handle in there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, dynamite, you know, feels good. You know, I'm like, here's the thing. I go, I'm scared to open up the package of blades because I'm going, if they change the blades, I'm screwed. You know, this whole thing's blown. I got to cancel it, you know. Sure as shit, open the package of blades. And what do you know? They gave a new style. They got, they did away with the fucking blades I've been using for the past four years that are A1 Stella blades. Did away with them. Why? God only knows. I will be calling the CEO of Dollar Shave Club going, listen, man, I think his name is like Clock or something. I go, listen, Clock, what the fuck are you thinking, you know? And it literally says on a tag in the box, like, welcoming our new blades, you know? I'm ready to bid him goodbye, you know? But I, I go, you know what? Let me just try it. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. I don't want to be ultra negative. Let me just, let me pop one of these bad boys in there. Let's fucking, let's throw a leg over. Let's take it for a spin, you know? Get a test drive of the car before you buy it or bash it, you know? Put the blade on, you know? Put some shaving cream on. Here we go. First rip. Nope. Literally took the whole thing. I opened my bathroom window, hucked it out. The fucking sheep is probably in the yard eating it right now. I just I just threw it right the fuck out. You know, I just said, I'm just so sick of it. So now I got to try to go out once I've used my 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 stockade of, uh, you know, of razor blades and try to find something, you know, that is similar to them. Again, why are we changing things that work? Episode one of the Tainted Judgment podcast was uh, the title was knowing when to stop or something like that. 
You have to know when you're doing too much. You know, and this happens with restaurants. That's literally what episode one is all about. You go to a restaurant, they've got a banging dish. What do they do? They either take it off the fucking menu or change the bread the bread that it's on or change the type of change the type of cheese that's in it. And now you're fucked. And you go, why would you do such a thing? All for nothing. You know, now you just cost yourself business. Whether you want to believe it or you don't, that's up to you. But the reality is you blew it. And it's like everybody does it. You have to know when to stop. You need to know, like, all right, we've got a great thing going here. We don't want to fuck this up. We don't want to piss everybody off. People are buying the product. People are loving the product. Morale is up. Let's stop while we're ahead. Nope, every time they got to fuck with something. I mean, they're already whacking you for like $45 for a box of fucking 10 blades and, and you know, the goop, the shaving cream. You know, what is it saving them, these new piece of shit blades? They're like a Gillette knockoff. Nothing worse than a Gillette blade. Like, what is it saving them? You know, a half of a cent per item unit? Come on. You guys got to do better than that. I hope that the CEO, I doubt it, but I hope the CEO of Dollar Shave Club is listening right now. I hope everybody, every CEO in the world needs to listen to this podcast and fucking get with the program. You know? Target. Remember going to Target growing up? You walk in the fucking door. Your mother grabs a carriage. And what do you do? You immediately bang a Louie. Take a, a hard left, and there's a beautiful food court over there. You know, what was better than the Tajay cafeteria? Nothing. You know, Ma, can I please get a hot dog? Please, Ma, come on, you know. They got the slushies. You know, can I have a slushie, Ma, please? Those things smacked. You think walking through Target is fun now? Think about back 15 years ago when you could get a motherfucking slushie and you're walking around Target. Epic. Love it. You know? Amazing shit. But, as far as I know, they did away with it. They brought in fucking Starbucks or some other, like, trendy brand. Come on. Leave that for Bonds and Noble, you know? That's their thing. They can they can do that. They've had Starbucks. They've had the fucking... You know what you're going to get. You know? I'm not walking into to Barnes & Noble hoping for, for you know, a, a slushy. You know, no. Because they've had Starbucks. They've had the contract for fucking 15 years. That's the way it is. You know, if you want a snack, you're going to go over. You're going to get some bullshit gluten-free, sugar-free fucking cookie that makes you sad. But you're going to have it anyway because you just... You want a cookie... Who, who doesn't want to have a cookie while you read a book, you know? I mean, you can't, or a fucking scone, you know? And, uh, you know, you get that, you get a bullshit, you know, macchiato. I think that's what they call macchiato. My mother used to drink them, you know? That's what you expect. That's what that, you, you know that you're home when you do that. You don't like it, but you're home. Same thing with Target. You used to walk in there, it, they made you feel like something. You want to, you, you know, they're giving you the slushie as they hand it to you. They go, hey, listen, you know, you look like the type of guy that would want a pretzel. You want a hot pretzel? You're like, is the Pope Catholic? Of course I want a fucking pretzel. You know, duh. No more. The best days are behind us, guys. We're in the age of, you know, water shortages falsified water shortages, and goddamn gluten-free shit. I was at Jersey Mike's two days ago with Soph, getting a sub in a tub. They got gluten-free sub rolls. How the fuck does that even work? (laughs) You know what I mean? How? Literally, how? Explain to me the whole thing growing up, you know? My friend Ryan, all throughout growing up, severe gluten allergy. I never understood it. But the way I... I understood it to be was the kid can't eat bread. Get it? Kids got a gluten allergy. Gluten means bread somehow, some way. Something is, you know, bread is gluten. 
So I would always fuck with him, and I'd chase him around. I'd get, like, a French baguette from uh, from Panera from the night before, and I'll fucking chase him around with it just as a goof. You know, I mean, my friend, you know, he hated me for it probably, you know, but God bless him. But this kid could not eat bread. Now you're telling me that all of a sudden they're making this shit where he can eat it? You know there's got to be something bad. It's like it's like they're probably going to morgues and shit and, be, and paying for the fucking ashes and, like, making them into a bread-shaped patty and cooking it. You know, they're like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. It's uh, it's gluten-free bread. Yeah, 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 right. Little do you know you're, you're eating your grandfather's caucus. Just nasty, vile shit. And I'm like, damn, man, Jersey Mike's too? They've gone woke now, you know? I don't know. And I sympathize for people with gluten allergies. I do. I don't want you guys to think that I'm just this tyrannical guy that doesn't give a shit. I care about people. I do. I do. But you don't see me out here crying, you know. Oh, my God, I'm allergic to nuts. You know, nobody can have nuts. And, you know, I mean... As much as I would love to live in a in a nut free world, that's not the world we live in, guys. I need to, I need to be okay with you eating a PB and J. You know, I'm only bothered when Sophie eats it because I go now I can't fucking shove my tongue down your throat. I can't kiss you now. Look what you just did. You know, for the rest of the night we gotta be fucking, we gotta be cousins. We can't touch each other. It's it, you, we gotta just sit there in bed like fucking. Like, like like two idiots. Look what you just did to me. To us. Why would you do this, you know? That's the only person I care about. Besides that, when we're out of the house, eat a fucking thing. And I know my friends are listening going, oh, because they always, they don't even want shit with nuts in it. Like, the last thing that Nick wants to eat when we're on our way to New Hampshire is a bag of fucking trail mix with nuts in it. But he does it just to break my balls He'll like buy like a fucking like a a, a a nutty butter or whatever the fuck they're called nutty but nutty bar or whatever the fuck and he'll just eat it and like be like oh like a little kid you know because he's got he's got the mental capacity of a fucking a, a, a kindergartner you know he's like taking he's like Ooh, trying to put it near me and shit because he likes to, from when I yell at him you know he loves when I tickle him and uh, I'll be posting a video of me tickling the shit out of him. Uh, very soon, but he loves where I tickle him, and he loves, he gets a raise out of me whenever I yell at him, he loves it, he just thinks it's fucking hilarious, you know, little does he know, I want to kill him, (laughs) you know, I just want to strangle the shit out of this kid, different strokes for different folks, I guess, you know, but that's it for tonight, guys, I'm, I'm beyond exhausted, we're going riding tomorrow night, so, early week for me i wish you all the best hope you guys have a great uh safe fun will uh fun filled weekend i think we might be getting some bad weather back home glad i'm not going to be here for it so uh so that there's the deal what i want you guys to do for your uh your musical homework tonight hope you guys all enjoyed frank zappa but what i want you guys to do is in honor of uh in honor of my uh my good good friend and guitarist legend Gary Rossington I want you to go and listen to Leonard Skinner pick any song if you really want to blow your mind go online go onto the YouTube into the archives there's a I think there's a performance from 1977 of Freebird live and everybody's alive at this point it was it was right before their big crash where most of them died and i mean talk about a band that was just completely and utterly in touch with each other you know i mean it's amazing when a group really just like you know like they just they're connected. They're so like together. It's fucking nuts. And if you watch, if you, and it, you know, I, I got a lot of shit apparently last time for saying his name and that I like his music. But 
Harry Styles. If you go and you watch Harry Styles' performance of, go watch Sledgehammer. Harry, type in Harry Styles Sledgehammer on the Howard Stern Show. Go watch that performance. Watch how his band interacts with him. Whether you love him, you hate him, you think he's a boy band freak, I can guarantee you he's not. He wears funky clothes. You know, kid might, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going, but doesn't matter. The music is what matters. That's the only thing I care about with this guy, you know? But watch how his band is. They they truly become one. They're so tight. I mean, there's no variation in tempo, rhythm. I mean, it is just spot on. And this performance of Freebird, I mean, it's it's exactly the same. I mean, these guys are just all the guitarists, I mean, they're all playing pretty much the same solo. And they're right on the fucking button, man. You know, they're just so together. And the tempo is rock solid. And they just get it, man. They just fucking get it. You know? And I'm on hand now. And it's actually uh, it's actually under Freebird Live. So you type in Leonard Skinner, Freebird 1976. It's 9 minutes and 54 seconds long. It ain't short. But go on there, watch it. I mean, it's just... It gives me goosebumps, man. It really fucking does. Just an amazing group. So many of those guys gone far too soon. Luckily, uh... Luckily, Gary got his... You know, he survived and, and got to tour... For many many years, I mean, they're still on the road out touring. I'm 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 interested to see what they do now, you know. But go check that out. Um, I guarantee you'll love it. If you if you like music and you love America, you'll like that, you know. So go t- check that out. You guys have a great night, evening, morning, afternoon, whatever. And uh, I'll see you on the next one, guys. Ciao.